In this episode, I have the opportunity to speak with Ingrid De La O. She is the founder and creator of Two Soul Wellness, which creates helpful plant-based uh, smoothies. Uh, we tried them in our family. They're, they're excellent and they're rich in uh, nutrition that is critical. And these formulations came from her own personal wellness journey uh, through Crohn's disease and some other uh postpartum challenges and through nutrition she was able to reclaim her health and really reclaim her life and she tells her story and how uh, through two souls she is and has been helping many people so uh, enjoy the conversation we talk a little bit about nutrition and sleep connection and uh, as we discuss eat the rainbow and no I'm not talking about skittles but same concept eat the rainbow and so anyway enjoy thanks for listening please share far and wide with this conversation if you know of somebody who could get a value out of this thank you be rested be well with me today is miss ingrid de la o okay she is the co-founder and chief product officer of two soul wellness uh ingrid thanks for joining me Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's great to have you on. I'm looking forward to kind of digging into nutrition and how it's such a key, you know, pillar to our health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously how that kind of fits into the rest and recovery aspect. But before we get there, how did you get to this point? How did you come up with Two Soul and what was kind of the motivating factor? Yeah, well, it's a long story, but um, <laughs> before, you know, this is about five years ago that really got me into moving into the wellness space because I had the humbling experience of getting sick. I hit my rock bottom and I had, um, you know, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. I had severe postpartum depression and Mm. I was in and out of the hospital with uh, just surgeries. I had a um, heterotopic pregnancy. And for those of you that don't know what a heterotopic pregnancy is, it's it's basically a uh, double and simultaneous implantation. And Mm. um, so I I gave birth to my son, but um, my other baby got stuck in the fallopian tube and it had to be removed. So it was, I mean, everything was happening in one year. And, um, you know, it got to the point where I had to take matters into my own hands because I came to the realization that we're, we're all looking for that guru or that doctor that could figure out what's wrong with us, right? Yeah, right. But in reality, it's, it's you. It's us that have to figure out what is wrong with us or what, you know, connecting the dots because there's nobody else that it's more of an expert of you than you are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that's a fair point. And just, you know, understanding yourself, self-awareness and, you know, understanding what's happening. Um, and it certainly helps to have medical professionals or others that are going through the same scenario to kind of understand, Hey, one, I'm not the only one. And then two, um, kind of help explain what's happening. Correct. Oh, correct. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And so, you know, but I, you know, I know I understand, and I talk to a lot of people about this, where people are put in boxes, right? right. So you go with 
with uh, a doctor and this doctor tells you, look, this is what's wrong with you. There's nothing you could do about it. And this is who you are. Right. And so people start to believe that, that there's no outlet. They just put a ceiling on you and that's it. There's no way above going above that ceiling. And so there's limitations there. And to me, um, you know, I went through so many, so many doctors. And um, the last one I went to, uh, she was supposed to be the best gastrointestinal doctor in, in LA. And it took me about, I don't know, I think eight, nine months to get an appointment. And by the time I got an appointment, um, I was told it was a five minute consultation. Wow. Nine months for a five minute consultation. And she says, you know, I looked at your chart and it looks like you have Crohn's. There's nothing you could do about it. It's genetics. And I looked at her and I said, well, I have a, I brought a list with me of the things that I'm eating and the things that I'm doing on a daily basis. Would you like to see that? It's like, no, there's nothing, it's not, there's not, there's nothing you could do about that. It's, it's not related to nutrition at all. And so I went home with a uh, prescription of steroids and, um, and I started taking the steroids. I was taking them for about six months after that appointment, but and just like any, any pharmaceutical, right? You, you could fix a symptom, but it's gonna bring you an, av- an avalanche of other side effects. And so that yeah, was happening to me. Oh yeah, it took me even further into the spiral of, um, of postpartum depression. To the point that I remember after six months of taking the steroids, I was contemplating suicide. I was, okay, this is too painful. I, I just don't want to live anymore. Wow. And um, I remember thinking, like, well, there's no point to live. I'm in pain every single day of my life. I can't really go out and hang out with friends. And because I know that if I'm going to go sit down with my friends and have a coffee or, or, or have lunch, I'm going to be in pain and I'm not going to be, you know, concentrate on what they're saying yeah and so I stopped really hanging out with people and I was a hermit in my house and so one day I told myself I had there's I have to do something about this I know you know I was put in this box but there's there has to be there has to be a way out I can't Mm -hmm. I can't stay in this box and um yeah it was it's been a, a very very interesting interesting journey um, um, really, um, you know, I tell people and everyone says, you know, how, how did you get started? How, how did you figure out this, this, uh, how to connect these dots? Yeah. And, you know, you go online and you Google, um, what is the correct diet? Right. Right. And 37 diets come up. Oh yeah. More than that. It's, it's, uh, there's always a diet coming up, you know, so I think it's like a, uh, yeah, there's like the cookie diet and there's, there's so many diets. Yeah. And so I was talking to, I, I think it was my brother-in-law. He was talking about somebody did um, some kind of like biscuit diet. And it, I was like, really? Eat croutons or biscuits or something like that for all your meals. And I was like, that sounds <laughs> off. Like a dog, that dog food. <laughs> you yeah. eat dog treats? <laughs> <laughs> no, like baked biscuits, like uh, muffins, and you know, like um, like a McDonald's biscuit or whatever. The wow, uh, wow, yeah, it's I, that seems a little odd. Where we're heading, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So, so one of the things that I started to do is okay, I need to really understand how how 
the chemistry of my body works. And I went into, um, you know, I started studying uh, Eastern medicine. Um, I, I really got into Chinese medicine. Then I loved Ayurveda medicine and Aztec medicine. And one of the common denominators that I found in there is that, you know, they look at the body as a whole, not just as, you know, they're not, they're not picking out symptoms and, and looking at it like a, like a, like a, like a puzzle piece. It's, it's a whole cause it's all, it's all connected. And so I became so interested in that. And, um, I started going to Pepperdine and, um, started studying, um, biochemistry. And just, just to give you a, a little reference about my life, uh, before that I was, um, a graphic designer. Okay. So I, this became my passion. Um, and you know, I had a lot of mentors. I, I started, you know, getting in there with, uh, a, a lot of functional doctors and understanding how, mm -hmm. how, how, you know, this whole thing works. It's like putting together a big, big puzzle for myself. And, and so, and for those of you that don't know what Crohn's disease is, is it's basically an inflammatory bowel disease. It causes inflammation and scarring in the, in the lining of, of both the small and the large intestines. So when you eat something, it literally feels like you're eating a Brillo pad. It's, it's like, um, yeah, so it, it literally feels like whenever you eat something, it feels like a Brillo pad is going into your intestines. Wow. It's really, really painful. Wow. So, and it's one of those things where Crohn's disease, it's, 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 it's kind of a taboo subject because a lot of, you know, people don't really talk about this. Like when people have issues with, you know, IBS, colitis, or other right. digestive issues, a lot of the symptoms could be very embarrassing that you don't want to share with other people. And so I found myself not talking about it because I was so embarrassed. I didn't talk about it to my husband at the time. And um, a lot of the symptoms, you know, could be um, bloody, bloody stools. It's like, how do you talk to your partner? But like, Hey, I'm having bloody stools. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so later on I learned, um, I started to be very outspoken about it and started to talk to other people about it. And uh, to my surprise, is that the majority of people are having issues with IBS. Do you know what the number one um, reason why people miss work? It's because of digestive issues. Seriously? I had not heard that. Wow. Yeah, and people, like you were saying earlier, is like this glass ceiling that's set for you as if you're supposed to just accept that as that part of your identity. Like, exactly. I just have it. That's it. You know, or my family had it, so I'm, I have it. So it's just like becomes a part of you rather than something that you could manage through or out of. And the, the thing is that we live in the world, in a world where we don't trust our bodies. We right. don't trust that the body, our bodies are going to have the ability to get through this or, or um, get, have the ability to heal itself. And in reality, if you really think about it, your body is the smartest biochemist there is. Mm -hmm. Your body is constantly doing chemical reactions every second, hundreds, thousands of, of chemical reactions, right? And so, um, but, then, but then again, we don't trust that the body has the ability to, to be able to, to yeah. 
fight the inflammation or, or be able to, to get through it. Yeah. And you know, the pain is an indication. I, I had a, another guest on, um, Dr. Perry Nicholson, and he talks a lot about lymphatic system. And he, he mentioned, he said, pain is a signal for change. Mm-hmm. So it, what that change is, is depends on what the pain is, but you know, you might be in pain from doing a, a workout. So you're sore, but there's a response to that, right? It might be ice or some kind of recovery. But in this case for Crohn's, like there, it sounds like there's other ways to get through that. Well, this is with Crohn's is it's most of, most of it is it's an inflammatory, inflammatory disease. Right. And so, um, you know, I tell people I didn't wake up with Crohn's one day, right? It was a series of events that got me there. And it was, it was going to be, there's no silver bullet. There's going to, there was going to be a series of events that was going to get me out of there. And, um, you know, if I think about it five years before I was diagnosed, yes, I could tell you I was battling severe stress, right? I was not sleeping properly. I was Mm -hmm. eating really bad. And I started to, you know, see the difference in my body. I was 29 years old at the time. And I started to see the difference in my body. Um, five years prior to that, I was starting to have lower energy. I would sleep longer than usual, but I would blame those things for, I don't know, little things, little events in my life. Oh, well, yeah. I'm just tired. I worked late last night <laughs> or I'm just stressed out because of this. And so we start blaming little symptoms on other things. But in reality, it's your body telling you, hey, 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 calm down. Hey, just relax a little bit. And, you know, if you don't, if you're not listening, your body's going to be like, okay, let me show you what I can do. Let me show right. you how I can slow you down. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's your body telling your mind you need to, uh, adjust <laughs> and something's up, but we, yeah, we just chalk it up to, like you said, or my, or my kid was up late or whatever it is and in some rationalization and there may be truth to that, right? Yeah. You did stay up late because you're at work or, happen to go out with some friends or whatever but if it's over time an extended period of time there's like there should be a light bulb that says hmm something's a little off yeah and it's it's and i tell everyone it's it's you know the micro decisions that you make every single day is yeah. the outcome to your life that's exactly yeah. what you're going to be every single decision every split second of your day you're making decisions and you you put those decisions together it's not the big decisions it's not the day that you got married or it's not the day that I don't know, um, you decided to um, get pregnant. It is the day, the, the little decisions that you make on a, on, a, on a daily basis that accumulate into what, who you are. Yeah, yeah, that, those little um, Atomic Habits talks about the 1% better. Yes, that's right. it. Yeah, James Clear, that's such yeah. a great book. So I recommend that book. Yeah, me, me too. It's, it's been pivotal for me to, to make some changes. And it's just, you know, you gotta have that patient persistence. Right. It's not going to happen overnight. You got to have a little bit of grace with yourself. But at the same time, you have to keep pushing and not be content with okay. Yes. You can't half fast a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people talk to me about, you know, how do I deal with Crohn's? And I sit down and talk to them for hours about, okay, this is what you could do. These are the changes that you have to do. But, you know, at the end of the day, they look at me and say, well, what if I only do 20% of what you just told me? <laughs> well, uh, if you want to see real changes, um, I suggest you actually start making 
as many changes as you can. Yeah. 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 And start and start to ramp it up. I mean, you don't have to do it. Say there's 25 of them. Don't do all 25 right away. Right. You want to start that habit, that 1% better, but exactly. start pressing that way, but don't stop. Exactly. Yeah. Until it's, that's your day. And that's what it looks like. And that's your, and too often, I think, you know, we have our own glass ceilings of too much, right. Or it's going to be hard and we're too, we're willing to live. I'll, I'll call it living with our demons, right. We're mm-hmm. willing to be too comfortable with our demons of mediocrity or like feeling the pain. And that just becomes okay to deal with that. And that's just part of it. Yeah. And, and it's, just it's finding the middle ground because then I could talk to you about how you know after um, I started to get feel better and I started doing everything that I was doing then you know it got to the point that I was overdoing it because I was so scared of going back to the old person that I was yeah right I was like I don't want to be that person I don't want to be that and so it's that fear not becoming that person again and so I was overdoing it I was waking up at six in the morning working out, doing two workouts a day, taking so many supplements. Um, mm-hmm. My phone was going off every you know, hour of the day, just you know, reminding me to take all kinds of supplements. But at the same time, now it's like, I, I don't really take supplements. I have, you know, maybe I take three or four of that, you know, I rotate, but, but it's sort of like now I'm, I'm more lenient and I'm more, you know, it, 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 I'm really big on stress management. So, yeah. What I do is I, I make sure, you know, I look at my, I have an aura ring, which tell, um, for you, those of you that don't know what an aura ring is, it basically it's a ring that goes around your finger and it really, um, you could get a lot of data from your sleep. And so based on that, you could see if, if you, if you stepped good, then it's okay for you to have a workout. But if you really had poor sleep, it's, it's, you know, come on, it's it, let, let your body have a break. Yeah, because like you said in the beginning, it's okay to have breaks. We just feel guilty about taking breaks. Yeah, and keep the long game in mind that yeah, roll back a little bit. Like you said, say you had I'm a runner. I had six miles planned. I wake up and I I feel exhausted. Mm-hmm. Well, instead of doing six, maybe just do two. Exactly. You know? And then yeah. and go slower. Yeah. As opposed to oh, I was going to run five or six miles for a heart, whatever that is, just roll it back a little bit. So you're still working out. You're still getting that exercise, but you're not putting the type of load on yourself, um, both physically or emotionally. Like you said, the guilt trip, the self shaming, um, Mm -hmm. of not doing what I'm supposed to. Exactly. And then, you know, everybody has a baseline because I talk to a lot of people that you know, mm-hmm. tell me like, well, I'm not stressed out. Okay. Let's walk me through your day. Tell me from the day that you wake up until now. And when they start writing their day out and telling me what they're, they're doing on a daily basis, it's very clear that there's a lot of stress, but everyone has a baseline. Right. And uh, what I've been doing for, I mean, I'm, I'm really big into stress managing. So I've been using a glucose monitoring device to be able to not to look at um, my, um, you know, my, my glucose intake. What I'm interested in is how many times a day is my, my, my glucose spiking? Because when glucose spikes is when you have, um, when you have the stress hormones kicking in. So mm-hmm. let's say I'm, I'm working, I haven't eaten anything in, I don't know, the past two hours, but all of a sudden I see my glucose spike. 
that means there's cortisol. That means it's adrenaline that is making your, your glucose spike. So it's really interesting to see the many times a day where I'm stressed out about a phone call or stressed out about something, then I start to see my glucose levels spike up. Yeah. That's, you know, um, really, really good data to see in order to help you find a, a, a better baseline for yourself to make you aware and to realize, okay, maybe this is when I take a break um, every, I don't know, every hour, I take a 10 minute break, walk around, not sit on my desk all day and really um, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a conversation with uh, professional volleyball and she was saying she started trending it too. I mean, she's healthy exercise, but um, doing the, the trending analysis and seeing her response, she like managed her day around the nap in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with naps, but understanding why you need your body is telling you that is an important right. detail underneath, right? It's like the iceberg effect. And what she realizes when she readjusted her diet mm-hmm. based on that awareness on the glucose monitor, that she was able to not need it anymore. And she was living with higher levels of energy consistent throughout the day rather than these peaks and valleys. Right. Yes. That's important. Yeah. There's a book by uh, Matthew Walker and it's called why we sleep. And he really highly recommends. uh, I'm reading it right now. Oh, it's such a great book. Yeah. I highlighted so much of that book and um, a lot of his, um, I listened to a lot of his uh, podcasts when, um, when he doesn't have a podcast, but he's, a guest in a lot of podcasts and he's super interesting. Yeah. 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 He's uh, yeah. He's like I said, I just started reading that book and getting into it. And it's definitely an eye opener. Oh, it's uh, definitely an eye opener. Yeah. You get to learn a lot about, you know, the dynamics between um, deep sleep and REM sleep. Right. Yeah. And uh, how they work together. So when you um, short change your sleep, let's say you, you decide to go to sleep at one in the morning. Oh, okay. I'm going to go to sleep at one. And then I'll wake. I'll just set my alarm clock for later. It's like not really. You're shortchanging your brain because in the first half of your sleep, you um, uh, deep sleep is very dominant, right? And the second half of your sleep, it's REM sleep, which is um, uh, associated. It's it's your it's your safe button for memories. So when you're having deep sleep. It goes into your neocortex, all your memories throughout the day, and then they get sent over to REM, the second half of the sleep, and that's where REM decides to click the safe button on a lot of things that that that, that you're learning throughout the day. Yeah. And so when you're you're shortchanging one or the other, um, it's not that you could make up for the sleep; you're shortchanging. Yeah. 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 That was exactly where I am in the, in the book. And it was interesting that, you know, you're shortening it. It's not that you shorten the whole cycle. Mm-hmm. You're cutting off the whole a portion of the cycle. So yeah. if there's A, B, C, and D, and you go bed later, you're starting at B. Yes. You miss yes. all of A. And yes. that's an important aspect. Like that whole thing is, is critical to, um, you know, what your body is, like you said, an, an, an inherent to do is – heal itself in that process and that's the intent mm-hmm. exactly so so you mentioned cortisol and and the different components and that kind of leads me to think about the formulations you have in a couple of your mm-hmm. smoothies there that how the nutrients supports that 
And I believe there was one of them that was kind of oriented towards kind of rejuvenation and relax, relaxation, mm-hmm. I think. So how did you kind of come up with those um, protocols, I guess, or the concoctions? <laughs> yeah, so, so this is when around the time that, that I was very sick and I needed to find a, um, you know, I told myself, uh, if I'm going to have a meal, um, it has to be the most nutrient dense meal of the day. And it has to be um, pre-digested because at the time I couldn't digest anything. And Mm -hmm. so being blended, it was very beneficial for me to be able to absorb more, most of the nutrients. And um, I had, um, since I started, I became really fascinated with the active ingredients of of plants because um, a lot of these plants uh, work together with, a lot of these active ingredients ingredients in these plants work together with other enzymes in other superfoods. So for example, when I found out that maca has a very specific enzyme that when mixed with chaga mushroom, it will soup, uh, it will uh, boost its uh, superoxide dismutase because chaga has high amounts of SOD. And it will also boost the SOD that you naturally make in your liver. And so finding that there's superfoods that can be catalyst to one another, I became so interested in, in uh, mixing different, different active ingredients and different superfoods. So each of the formulations that I made, and I made that for myself because I wasn't thinking about making a, a, a company. Um, I had you know, 20 different formulations for myself that had you know, different, different benefits, different things. And yeah. so I was able to um, specifically point out five of the, the um, five of the main um, causes for premature aging. That is inflammation, right? Then yeah. you have oxidative stress, free radicals. So it's basically an imbalance of, of free radicals in the body and not enough antioxidants. Um, there's also gut dysbiosis, cognitive decline, it's all connected. And then you have your mood, your neurotransmitters. And so I wanted to, I, I, I based, I really zoomed in on those five. And um, I started to take those, um, I mean, I, I left, I, I got rid of all my pharmaceuticals. One day I was like, okay, I'm not taking any of these. I'm gonna do it the natural way because all these ingredients have been studied in Eastern medicine for thousands of years. Yeah. And in the past 10 years, it's been an influx of information. You could find it on PubMed, uh, Google, um, uh, what is it, Google Academic. And uh, there's so much research, research on these superfoods that are, it's coming out almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So, so there's been an influx in the past 10 years or interest in, 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 uh, in, this, in this very medicinal plant. And so the information is there. And, um, and so I started to really see the difference within, I wanna say within a month, I started to see um, a difference in my sleep. Um, I started to see a difference in my energy and, um, and this is a byproduct of everything, but I, I lost 30 pounds. Um, so it's something that um, I really got excited about because I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. It's like the power of, of, of you know, plant deficit because 
here's the thing. We need drugs. We need the active ingredients of this, of this, of these plants. And um, we need plant medicine as humans. We have a tremendous plant medicine deficiency, just like your, your vitamins and minerals. We don't have the, we have a pharmaceutical deficiency. Right. And, um, you know, and a lot of these times, you know, pharmaceutical companies are able to sell it back to us, but at the same time, they're either way too concentrated or way too isolated that they throw us out of balance. So, or there's other things associated with it that aren't really helpful. Exactly. There's a lot of fillers and the extraction process. There's a lot of petroleum. There's a lot of artificial colors that, you know, are known to give ADD. And, and yeah. so it, it's a lot of junk in there. And so, you know, and we're not able to do what our indigenous people used to do. They would have their food and their medicine in one place. We don't do that anymore. We have food, it's separated, packaged, and doesn't even look like food anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have, um, we're trying to mimic what, what, what nature is giving us. And then we have pharmaceuticals that we take in separately. But we don't have that anymore. We're, we, we, we're taking it in one place. So yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, like it, it, um, we've gotten so far removed from that because that's where, again, not the dog on pharmaceuticals, but I mean, I think they've gotten too far away from how it got started because it all started with that Eastern style or, or the natural remedies from mm-hmm. her. That's how they all started. And, you know, in the, I think good attention misapplied approach is they kind of got a little too far away from, sticking from from that and now it's pure manufactured and our bodies i think are showing up with what you're saying with the crohn's disease and Mm -hmm. so many different issues chronic diseases now i think it's just our body at mass scale telling us something's off yeah look at your food supply exactly i mean we're in a world where i mean you go to uh any supermarket and you walk you could walk aisles and aisles of cereal aisles and aisles of junk food, right? And then uh, the organic section is like this tiny, it's like a little corner on that section. And then the rest of it is, you know, it's junk. And so, you know, we're eating inflammatory foods with high amounts of free radicals as well. And and foods that sequester oxygen, not enough antioxidants and and not enough diversity of foods. It's extremely important because a given antioxidant is not able to scavenge all types of free radicals. And so the number one source of antioxidants for the average American is coffee, right? But then you have to think about like where where, most of the coffee has insane amount of of mycotoxins, right? That, That are considered carcinogenic. Yeah. And that's one thing, it's so prevalent, it's not discussed at all, like how much, um, I think coffee is one of the most, I think it was EWG, that um, environmental worker group, mm-hmm. um, had a couple of reports on the, the amount of pesticides in coffee. And it's one of the most riddled with pesticides uh, and GMO-based ingredients well most of the food that we're consuming is it's it's riddled with pesticides right and so now um i mean just imagine breakfast lunch and dinner you're eating glyphosate which is the 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 main ingredient for for these pesticides and of course not to mention snacks right and um and for those of you that don't know 
glyphosate, which is the main ingredient, it is a, uh, it's a combination of uh, glycine, so the amino acid glycine, and it's, um, it's uh, combined with uh, methylphosphonyl group, which is a precursor for, for, uh, for uh, what do you call it? It's a precursor for, for poison, for, uh, for uh, how do you call this? I'm sorry. So methylphosphonol is a precursor for chemical weapons. That's what it is. Oh. So it's like tear gas. (laughs) And so we're consuming that on a daily basis. And so, you know, your body, I mean, glycine is one of the the main uh, amino acids for for your collagen, for your collagen matrix. Yeah, I was going to say glycine is good. Yes, but when it's combined with methylphosphonol, then your body will take it in. And that becomes part of your matrix. That becomes part of your collagen for years. Becomes mm. part of your bones. Becomes part of you. So every time you're, you're ingesting glyphosate, you're, you're making it part of you for years. It's not going to be taken out of your body very easily um, because it's taking it in as if it was glycine. And uh, one of the things that, you know, about glyphosate, it was, it first came out in the, in the 1960s. And it was, um, it was a chelator. It was a uh, descaler. So whenever you get deposits around your shower, glyphosate was used, you would pour it on, around your shower and it would get rid of all the, 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 the deposit. What? Of, around, yes. And so, so just imagine if it's a chelator, I mean, we, we are already deficient in minerals, right? So when you start ingesting glyphosate, it starts to take your, the, the, the little minerals that you have, it starts to chelate you. Wow. So it's, it's you know, and it, it does a lot of things. I mean, it does so many things. It damages the liver as well. So we're having issues with absorption of, 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 of nutrients, right? And then a lot of people are having digestive issues, heavy metal issues, and, um, you know, you got to think about, you know, the issue that, that it brings on your liver. It yeah. really gets rid of or it, it really damages cytochrome P450, which is one of the main um, enzymes that convert vitamin D, natural vitamin D from the sun into, you know, it goes from the sun to your skin, from cholesterol, it goes into the liver, right? Mm. To be yeah. turned into active vitamin D. So now people are wondering, look, why they're having a vitamin D deficiency, right? When, you know, that's one of the, the, the things that we need to be looking at. I had no idea on those last two points. On the cleaning agent piece, it makes sense with the liver, liver damage. If it start deteriorating the liver, that's an important organ to- Oh, so many functions, so many functions. For your wellness, it's just, and, and it takes a while to get there and it will take some time to undo that. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I, you know, quite to what's the, the story about planting trees uh, 20 years ago or today is the best time. So the point is it takes time to grow a tree to a full point, but like there's no better day than today to start mm-hmm. and then apply that 1% better, right? That atomic habit development of just gradual. So, so yeah, that's what that's what I tell people. Hey, like there's a lot of angry people that are you know are complaining about wearing masks, but at the same time it's like, hey, why aren't we angry about glyphosate in our food? <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Like let's be angry at that. Let's be angry at 
and canola oil being in our food. Um, yeah, what, so, how, what is it? There's eight different oils, I think. Is that right? Every, every single oil that comes from a, from, a, from a plant or a seed or a legume becomes, starts to um, become rancid or starts to uh, develop free radicals. Because once you start isolating these oils, then there's no protective, um, there's nothing to protect it. Once, when it's in a seed or in a nut or uh, anywhere else, then you have vitamin E, at least alpha tocopherol, to protect it from, from going rancid, from accumulating free radicals. Plus, but, it's in a different state, right? It's in the seed. It hasn't been... Yeah, and then I tell people, look, if you, could, <laughs> if you could take a bunch of seeds and turn that into oil in your own kitchen, then, you know, then I would say maybe it would be seed. If you could do it at home. But no, there's a lot of chemicals that are used to be able to extract these oils from the seeds. Mm -hmm. So many chemicals that are used. And then, you know, now we're getting into extraction. So it's, you know, you're, you're ingesting petroleum, basically. Yeah, that doesn't sound very tasty. No, and <laughs> so that becomes also part of your, your matrix, you know, becomes part of your adipose tissue for, for years. And it damages DNA, damages the mitochondria. Um, and so that's, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, uh, it's one of the reasons for insulin resistance. It's just a lot of inflammation that yeah. these, these oils create. Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing the, um, the compounding effect that all those things have. Mm -hmm. and, and the pervasiveness too, like even if you start looking at certain foods, you know, organic non-GMO gets put out there a lot, um, mm. which is important to do and know, but there's other things behind that. It's not really how to talk about the details on that stuff. But point is, even some of those products are made with some of these oils. So it's like you're offsetting the value and benefit of doing something either organic, non-GMO, but then you're cooking it in some kind of oil that's just going to make it negate it. Exactly. So, you know, the most stable oils, if you're wondering, it would be um, medium triglycerides, um, like uh, coconut oil, that's safe. And I would say, uh, you know, ghee, ghee is great, butter. And one of the things about those is that now you're, you're getting into fat-soluble vitamins that we're all deficient in. So as a bonus, you get, you know, vitamin E, vitamin D, vitamin A, as, as in retinol. So you're getting all these fat-soluble vitamins that you need, um, but they're not really existent in other foods. Yeah, yeah. So where, um, so with the company, so who's the, who are the products designed for? Is it really anyone who's looking to get healthy? Is it oriented towards any particular gender, like men or women, based on you know, your experience, or is it really helpful for anyone? I want to say, I want to say it's helpful for everyone. Uh, even kids, my son, uh, he's five years old and he loves smoothies. It's, nice. it's a very, um, it's a very easy way to, if you're on the go, um, and, um, it's a very easy way to make a nutrient dense meal. It's a meal replacement. And there's also, um, I added a lot of the supplements that, you know, the most common supplements that people take. So there's, um, and when I say I, I add them, 
it's their their um, their full serving size. I don't just sprinkle them in there because I believe that you know you're supposed to get the full experience. And if you sprinkle something, they're just not going to make a difference. Right. And so, so you you have um, a really diversity of polyphenols. And now we're getting back into you know what I, I had said earlier, where we're so deficient in this in this active ingredients in this uh, we don't have. Um, we don't eat diversity, which is what our microbiome needs, right? If you think yeah. about what you eat last week and you put it in a, in a, in a, as a list, you're going to find yourself eating the same thing. Like we, we like to, um, we get comfortable with our food, right? Yeah. And so it's what we know and that's what's easy for us. And that's what, you know, um, but there's not diversity in that. So if you're eating broccoli or if you're eating cauliflower, it comes from the same family, really. So you're eating the same thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so um, there's no diversity. And so I wanted to be able to add all these, you know, bioactive ingredients and all these amazing polyphenols that, that are extremely important for, for, for our health. Because I do believe that you know, oxidative stress, you know, free radicals, it's, it's one of the, uh, the main issues to inflammation. And the main um, issues that it's like, it's like an open door to, to chronic diseases, not having yeah. enough of these antioxidants. And so we are already depleting our antioxidants by, you know, constantly taking this glyphosate, right? It depletes your antioxidant, it basically it, it targets your, your, um, your natural antioxidants like your SOD and your glutathione. And so uh, I wanted to add um, a, a, a pharmaceutical chest that it's available. So you have, you know, all kinds of polyphenols, you have like, um, you have delphinidine, which is an amazing um, flavonoid. And this flavonoid is only found in maquis berries and maquis berries come from Chile. They're, okay. they, grow, they grow wild in Chile. So it took me a long time to be able to source these maquis berries. Um, but they are incredibly high uh, uh, with um, delphinidine, which is um, uh, a flavonoid that can help with, uh, it, will, it will help you with boost your nitric oxide. And, it, and it's also able to help keep your endothelial cells, your, 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 blood, your blood vessels healthy as well. That, that's huge uh, in so many levels. Mm -hmm. Uh, with nitric oxide, and the, that's such an important ingredient. And if you, you can go down a rabbit hole around breath work too, that relates to mm. you know nasal breathing more. Yeah. But just that, and and just it all circles down to the, you know, having healthy blood running through your system. Exactly. Help keep everything oxidized in a healthy way. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, and it's also amazing for um, for anyone that's a diabetic or. Um, because it helps bring down the um, glucose levels in the blood. It stabilizes them too as well. Okay. Cool. So it's, it's uh, yeah, so all these flavonoids, they're not only antioxidants, right, that are going to help fight free radicals, but they also have, they're like superheroes, like little ninjas have specific, um, specific benefits. And so, um, you know, I, I love um, hesperidin. There's also naringin that's found uh, mostly in citric foods, and it's uh, known to be able to repair DNA. 
Um, there's, oh, you have so many. Yeah, I mean, the very well-known quercetin, everyone else now, that yeah. one. Um, but there's uh, over, you know, 4,000 different phen phenolic acids. And so, and so it's really interesting, you know, to be yeah. able to diversify those instead of just taking, you know, the, the ones that, you know, everyone takes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fascinating. Um, yeah, we just uh, started taking some quercetin that were very good for your immune system, as you mentioned, and yeah. critical element. Oh, it's um, great. And I mean, it's found in yellow. I mean, the color of quercetin is yellow. So each flavonoid has its color. So, so uh, for example, delphinidin is blue. So it, what gives, it, gives the berries its pigment? There's mm. also uh, quercetin is yellow. So you'll find it in like in, in, in leafy greens. You'll find it in, in uh, mangoes and yellow foods. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. It's like eating, literally eating the rainbow. Yeah, yeah. That is so cool. Um, well, we're kind of coming up on time. I feel like I continue down this path with you for a long time. You have a wealth of knowledge, um, fascinated by what you're doing with being able to give folks, you know, these nutrient dense smoothies. That's one kind of easy to, to do, but helpful yeah. too. Yeah. Um, we just got our first pack the other day and, and ah. tried one of them. Um, I forget the name of it. I think it was the, the one with the, the cacao in it yeah um, it's like it really good. yeah very good uh, you always start with chocolate so um, <laughs> yeah. <It's> like safe <laughs> exactly um but i like to close things out with a few personal questions so sure. yeah what are you reading right now oh i'm i'm reading the uh adrenaline dominance book which is interesting because it talks about you know how people I think I just touched on that subject, how people have this baseline of, of, of stress, right? But yeah. in reality, a lot of the times we are, um, adrenaline takes over and we're living our lives on, on adrenaline. Yeah. So it's and a really interesting book. Cool. I'm going to check that one out. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that'd be a great conversation for a follow up person, but, uh, yeah, adrenaline dominance and, and the constant, you know, fight or flight with stress is, is a big, big thing. Mm -hmm. uh, to manage through. And I think it, it's more pervasive than people realize. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the thing is that no matter what you do, if you, let's say you're, you're eating the healthiest and you're have your little, you know, infrared sauna at home and you're doing everything. If you cannot manage your stress, nothing else is going to help you. Yeah. And certainly not to the degree it, it could, like it no. may be, it'll be drops in the sand and, you know, pebbles in, yeah. in the ocean kind of thing yeah. that, and can add to your frustration because you feel like you're doing all the right things. And that will, in many folks, you know, you'll stop. You'll be like, why bother? Cause I'm not improving. Exactly. Nothing insane. works. Nothing is working. Well, right. Right. But really there's, the, there's something undiscovered at that point. Yeah. That's one of the foundations of health. So what are you listening to right now? Be it music or podcast? Um, it's interesting. I'm listening to, um, I'm listening to a lot of, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Ray Pete, Dr. Ray Pete. It's an uh, amazing no. researcher. Um, he goes into the history of things. So if you want to know about insulin, he'll tell you who discovered insulin, why it was discovered and where did the research go wrong. 
Cool. So it's, it's really interesting to, to read a lot about these things that are considered healthy, but then when he breaks it down, it's like, look, it started in the 1950s and this guy discovered it. But what people don't know is that he also used sugar with insulin to be able to heal people because they work together. Wow. Insulin without, in, without sugar, insulin does not work. But it, it goes into like research. It's, he's a brilliant researcher and he has a cult following. He has a four, he's old now, he's, he's in his nineties, but he has a very active forum where just people are constantly posting on, on a daily basis. It's, it's kind of like a mini Reddit for, for, for health and wellness. Cool, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely yeah. gonna check that one out. Thank you for that. Uh, okay, last one. What is your go-to rest and recovery method? I think my go-to would be uh, water. Water. I'm very, very big on water. I mean, I could talk about water all day long, but um, one of the things that I found um, is that, I mean, come on, we're more than 70% water, right? right? So right. if you could do one thing, don't listen to anything that I say. Don't listen to anything that you say. If you could just do one thing, right? It would be the quality of your water. Because if you're 70% water and you change the quality of your water, you could change 70% of your matrix. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. And it's people huge. Think, overlook it because they're like, oh, water. Yeah, whatever. It, that's too simple. Well, sometimes the simple, straightforward answer is the right one. You just have to do it all the time. Yes, but it's not that simple, actually, because now we're looking into, um, you know, like most of our water source comes from tap water. Now, yeah. if you want to go to ewg.org and type in your zip code, then you could see where your water comes from and yep. all the pharmaceuticals that's in your water, um, all the, you know, heavy metals and all the stuff that's in your water, that it's poisonous and carcinogenic. Simple. You could see the whole list from your water company. Yep. Um, and so that, you know, opens your eyes to a lot of things, right? And so, um, and another thing that I, I do with my water, I add, um, I make, I have a recipe on my website, if you guys want to follow it, but it's, you could add your own uh, minerals in your water, especially, specifically, specifically magnesium, because magnesium, you know, our ancestors didn't take magnesium from supplements and, uh, the, the most of the magnesium that our ancestors would used to take was coming from water. That's the main source of magnesium, magnesium bicarbonate. And so I have a recipe. Um, it's very easy to make, very cost effective. And um, you could make this using carbon dioxide. You mix magnesium hydroxide, that uh, carbon dioxide turns it into bicarbonate and is the, the best bioavailable source of, of magnesium. Oh, wow. And it actually, it actually makes the water taste better, like really good. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've definitely been aware of that. We have, we have well, uh, so it's a little bit better, but you still have runoff and things of that nature. But yeah, we bought, um, we usually use our Berkey filters, the charcoal filters with Berkey um, for, for our water. But yeah, it, it, it will definitely um, scare the life when you realize what's in your city water. Yes. It's like I tell people, look, it's, it, comes from your, it comes from your toilet. Yes, it's recyclable water. So do an experiment, grab your toilet water and try to turn that into the clear uh, liquid that you know as water. <laughs> like see how many uh, really harsh chemicals you have to use to be able to turn it into this clear water. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned the pharmaceutical piece and I had just heard something. I don't remember where I heard it, but it was on a podcast and they were talking about that exact thing is like they've done tests on the water and, and the residue that's in there from pharmaceutical runoff or whatever runoff uh, that's in a glass of water, even at the small amount is can carcinogenic and then you're drinking that all the time when you shower people don't even think about when you Mm -hmm. shower i mean your skin is your largest organ Mm -hmm. you're absorbing so much water into your body at that point and whatever's going along with it yes exactly yeah it was uh, um that study was done i think in 2018 and they went to they grabbed samples of, of water from major cities and one one of the cities that had the most uh, pharmaceuticals was Philadelphia. They found over 50 traces of different pharmaceuticals wow. in the water. And, wow. you know, like doctors tell you, you, you know this, like most people know this, like you're not supposed to mix pharmaceuticals, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you're mixing 15 pharmaceuticals. What that, happens with that, right? Yeah. yeah, nothing good. Nothing good comes of it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Ingrid, thank you so much for your time. I think it was a great conversation and informative. Where can folks uh, learn more about you and what you're doing with uh, Two Soul? Yeah, thank you. You can find me at uh, twosoulwellness.com. And uh, you can find me on Instagram as well at uh, Two Soul Wellness. You could you know, send me a DM or an email, and uh, I'm always there to respond to any, any questions. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much, and uh, have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Okay. One thing that I'm learning with reclaiming my own health is you can't really know how to fix it without measuring and understanding yourself and the results. And so a tool I've been using lately is BioStrap. It's something that has really helped me to understand myself a little better in the science and the numbers, and then being able to share with my medical practitioner uh, some of that baseline information BioStrap uses and has created their device to be in par with medical grade devices. And so it's critically important to measure accurately the metrics that are measured for our health. And so I would really encourage you to take a look at BioStrap if you're looking at any kind of wearables. This is the one to look at. They have uh, the Evo, which is the new device. It also has the armband strap for active uh, or activities. And then also it has a shoe pod. So it does a great job of measuring a ton of information, and especially what is the holy grail right now around heart rate variability, uh, as well as other things and some, some detailed reports that they can provide. So I would encourage you to check out uh, the link in the episode notes here. And also you can use RR podcast as a discount code. There's a 10% discount for those listening and choose based on listening to the rest of recovery podcast. So thank you so much. Be rest to be well. Thank you all for listening to my conversation with Ingrid. I pray you got a lot of information out of it and learned a little bit about uh, things that you can do to support your rest and recovery, uh, especially your sleep and the key components such as nutrition that engage with sleep and help you get there better. So um, thank you again for listening. Check out Ingrid and their site at T-U-S-O-L-Wellness.com and 
If you know of somebody who could get value out of this episode, I ask that you share it far and wide. That's our goal is to educate, equip, and empower folks with helpful information to live this one life well. So please share far and wide. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And uh, if you wouldn't mind giving a five-star rating, that would be very, very helpful for us in getting the word out further and wider. Thank you so much. Be rest to be well.